We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, this is your host, Ben Wade. You're on to the True Faith podcast. I'm also joined by Mark Cowley today. The rest of the lads have been off to Bournemouth today, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we've obviously drawn twos each. Uh, Dan Gosling nicking it. That'll get uh, the end X player. Um, so that's unfortunate. But um, we're here to welcome a very special guest in uh, Nikos Davizas. So Nikos, thank you for speaking with us. So we'll we'll sort of uh, jump straight into the, the questions. Um, so you you were signed by Kenny Dalglish in '98. Um, how what what was it that he, he sold to you to, to come to Newcastle? Uh, you obviously were part of a very successful Olympiacos team back then. What, what was it about Newcastle that, that interested you? Yeah, always I was uh, I was always aiming, you know, like to, to, to play abroad, you know, like especially in the Premier League, you know, like so um, obviously I was in the best team in Greece. We were playing for the Champions League. I was playing for the national team. Mm-hmm. I was offered a new contract from Olympiacos, but um, I refused it, you know, like uh, I wanted, you know, like to take my chances and, uh, and uh, I knew that Newcastle were were, were uh, sending sc- some scouts to to watch me play. So having that in the back of my head, I said I'm going to take a gamble. So I refused mm-hmm. the contract from Olympiacos while yeah. I didn't have anything on the table from from Newcastle. But um, yeah, I think it was my my desire basically to come and play for in the Premiership. And uh, when the opportunity came through Newcastle, uh, I took it. You know, it's yeah. simple as that. We're yeah, tough. Yeah. What did you like know about Newcastle at the time? Do you watch them or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been, you know, Premier League. You know, like it's well broadcast. You know, like abroad. You know, like and I was always admired. You know, I think that the English style, you know, like um, suited me. And obviously, you know, like a couple of years before, you know, the team almost won the, the Premier League. You know, like and mm. um, and obviously, you know, like um, it was not very well, very well known in Greece mm-hmm. uh, because obviously it's not like likes of Man U or Arsenal or Liverpool, you know, like yeah. so it was something that um, some people raised their eyebrows, you know, eyebrows, you know, like when when I, I took that chance. Um, but obviously, you know, I, I I've watched the team through the telly, you know, like mm-hmm. and uh, I was always, you know, like um, fancy the way, you know, like that buzz around the place you know even from the television you can sense it that you know like it was very loud Mm -hmm. very enthusiastic the way the team played you know like uh, at that period before I came here you know it was highly entertaining so it was an easy decision for me there's a lot of potential I think in the club as well at the time so and obviously with with Kenny Douglas obviously Kenny signed you what what was your sort of impression of him was 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 he an impact at all in the decision or yeah Kenny you know like I think he's um, 
not underestimated, but I think he, he as a man manager, you know, he was a great guy. You know, like he was very straight. He was very direct. He will never um, expose you in a sense as a team or as individual in the press. He mm-hmm. will always have a go at you face to face, which is I think more most fair. You know, like, mm-hmm. and um, he was a great personality. You know, like. For me, you know, like it was he, he, he was a major part that I'm here, you know, and uh, he gave me the opportunity to come and you know obviously I, I repay him back, you know, like because back then, you know, like the amount that they spent for me it was yeah. a reasonable amount. Yeah. So I was considered to be one of his best signings, so mm-hmm. yeah, but it was um, he was a great guy, great yeah. guy. What was when well, first coming in the first season in the Premier League, what was the difference straight away you could see from Ben Yell and Biarcos to playing in the Premier League? I was well prepared for that, you know, like I was was always, you know, like board in, 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 in a sense the way the Greek and the continental play game was played you know like too many free kicks you know like no rhythm in the game you know, yeah. no physicality so I was I was I was jumping you know like I, I knew what to expect to expect straight away and uh, because of that that game style suited me um, it was different, you know, obviously the rhythm, you know, like the first biggest impression it was that, you know, like after the game you're exhausted, you know, like, and um, obviously, you know, like a little bit with the culture and uh, the climate, you know, like it was different in the yeah. beginning, but um, I didn't expect people, you know, like to change for me. I, 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 I how can I say that? Is it? I acted like a million, you know, like like a million, you know, like yeah. when you go in there, you have to adapt straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. A big help was that I knew the language, but difference it was the, the the rhythm of the game was it was much much higher the tempo mm-hmm. and the physicality so obviously you did you had a bit of um sort of exposure to, to champions league football at Olympiacos and um obviously at newcastle obviously it was a slightly different change um you were part of the the fa cup um runs as well what were they like to be a part of Sorry? So, so the, the um, FA Cup runs, ah, okay, okay. So what was it like? No, it was great, it was great, you know, I think it is very well respected and very well protected, mm-hmm. that that heritage, you know, like from the past, you know, like about the competition, because in every other country, you know, the cup is is underestimated, you know, mm-hmm. nobody, you know, likes paying too much attention of it. Yeah. So here is highly protected, mm-hmm. and uh, this is what I do like in the English culture and the English game so it was it was it was unbelievable you know obviously we played the semi-final with Sheffield United in 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 Old Trafford and after that it was straight to the final yeah yeah. so um, it was a great joy in order to play in the old Wembley you know like obviously the result we were unlucky because we ended up you know losing the game but I think Arsenal at that stage you know they were far better than us and we can only nick the game away from them Mm -hmm. although we did have the chance when I hit the, the the bar, you know, like, and uh, it, I felt unlucky because if we can score at that stage, it would be a different it story. It changes the game, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So you, you speak speak about the the cup. Was was that something um, sort of that you were aware of before you came, or, yes. or was it just yeah, something yeah, that yeah, you, yeah, the yeah, players? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, like of the the, I knew it straight away because I I knew what was the cup all about before I came mm-hmm. here. I was. Uh, I've done my homework before yeah. I came, so and I knew before I sang that we were all almost um, we're playing the semi-final. So yeah. yeah, I was well prepared for that. And uh, obviously, you know, like when I came here and I started, you know, like adapting, I, I realized mm-hmm. what it's all about. So, yeah. You played under three mm-hmm. different managers uh, in Newcastle. What was the differences between playing under them? Every guy, you know, every person, you know, has has a different 
personality, you know, like a different approach of the game, you know, like and um, obviously, you know, like uh, it was three different um, um, approaches, yeah. three different uh, personalities, and uh, someone has positive, some someone has negatives, you know, like and obviously. But for me, you know, like uh, the outcome of, 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 of my experience in football is the man management skills is 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 um, is is a must for the yeah. for the for the manager. The, the tactics, you know, and the approach of the game is something that you decide, you know, like as as a coach, as a manager, which which kind of game you want to play, which 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 is what is your philosophy. So it was obvious, you know, like um, that um, that philosophy was different from one manager to yeah. the other, and uh, as far as their personalities as well, it was the same. So the most important for me, you know, is to try to, you know, like. Uh, to adapt or to the um, to the manager and what he needs from you and what he wants from the team and uh, I think um, it was good experience for me you know like having these strong personalities because I've learned a lot of a lot of them yeah positive and negative <laughs> so do, do you think they they sort of had any in, any influence on your career obviously oh, I know yeah. you you're involved uh, still in football now Yes, of course, yeah, and uh, I took a lot of them, you know, like uh, since I retired, you know, like I act as a sport director, you know, like, and it's it's basically I have duties, you know, like that is in the management areas as mm -hmm. well, so um, it is very important for me to have this kind of lessons from yeah. the past that I'm trying like to, to not to copy, but bring them forward, you know, from my experience mm -hmm. and what to avoid, you know, because I had positive and negative examples from uh, from my experience. And uh, yeah, it's it's basically you know like I, I've learned a lot from them, you know like and uh, I take big lessons from uh, from all of them. Did you ever think about going into sort of the coaching side or management side at all? Uh, to be honest, you know I've done my UEFA Pro license. You know I finished when I when I when I finished my career. You know because if I want to be a sport director, I need to have you know like um, the insight, you know, in the tactics of the game. Because yeah. when you discuss with with a chairman, when you discuss with a with a manager, obviously you need to have this kind of knowledge. And uh, I've done that, and I finished you know like um, a master with UEFA for sports management and administration, which is very important for me as well. So I'm well prepared. I have my CV and. Um, yeah, of course, you know, like, um, I didn't think to be a coach or a manager, you know, like, it didn't cross my mind. No. Uh, I don't think that suit me. I think I could do a job for that, but um, I don't think that suit my character a yeah. lot, you know, my personality. I prefer to, to do it from another position. Yeah, very good. So who, uh, just out of the, the three managers you, you were under then, so was there any one in, in particular? So I think it was Kenny Dalglish, Rude Hullet, and, and obviously Sir Bobby. Who, did, did you have a favourite? Yeah, Sir Bobby. Overall, first of Bobby, you know, like he was so charismatic. He has that um, that management skills, you know, like that he would. Um, he's he was he was a top guy, you know, like and he was um, so clever and so adaptive in every situation. And obviously, um, he 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 was very well aware of of of, of the club and um, of us, and he, he created a very good um, uh, team, mm -hmm. which. Result speaks volume, you know. We're challenging for the league at some stage, qualifying for the Champions League, mm -hmm. which is it's, it was huge success. Yeah. And um, I think you know, like he didn't perform miracles in but he was very, very clever uh, mm -hmm. uh, in how to set up a good flair attacking team. You know, like, yeah. because he knew that this is what the, the people here want. Mm -hmm. This is what they want because he came from comes from Newcastle and he, he knew what is all about you know like so 
yeah, I think Kenny, 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 Kenny Dalglish was has a different, slightly, slightly different approach, more conservative in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. like not so um, uh, energetic, I would yeah. say. Uh, that's a different style for sure. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Ruth, you know, like Hulit was. Mm, his tactic uh, approach was was great because of his presence in in Italy, but mm-hmm. I think he was lacking um, a lot of things um, in 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 man management skills. You know, right. like yeah. this this was his his um, his his biggest problem. I think uh, yeah. going in that job because mm-hmm. you need to find to be, be flexible and to be clever and. Um, you can manage you know like people you know like not just you know like by your experience as a player you know like you need to have uh, certain skills in order to 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 manage a group of players yeah so i think overall uh popular option was the was the top mm-hmm. you probably answer i think you touched on of the champions league and then of the competing for the league one stage i mean was 2002 2001 2002 we'd be arsenal and then went to top of the league wasn't it christmas what was yes. the belief at that time did you think it would Go on and win it, or was it? Yeah, we 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 had that belief. We have very strong personalities, and this was, you know, like we're not just good players. You know, have yeah. very very big good leaders. You know, like I mean, when when a leader, you know, like is you have different kind of leaderships, and we have, you know, like a lot of of leaders in the dressing room, and this was, I think, for the the secret the secret behind our success, not just good players, leaders as well. So we had belief, but I think injuries after that, you know, I think January February, I think we lost. Um, Bellamy uh, for for a period of time, mm-hmm. and um, that was the big uh, issue for us, you know. Yeah. Like so, I think we lost the balance, and we were not able to replace him. Yeah. And uh, finally, we didn't, we didn't, which was a shame. Mm-hmm. How was playing in the Champions League? It was great. Back? Yeah, it was great. That great. was some run, run as well, wasn't yeah, it? The, yeah. Uh, the, the comeback. Yeah. After get three, that was the first team to ever lose the first three games and and, and still qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. a, a you know when we lost you know like the first game you know like um i think we lost the game at kiev and after that we lost at home and we lost to juventus mm-hmm. so um after that it was the first thing that that we we've done that you know then we had that belief you know like when we played at feyenoord you know like we were on up you know like we losing 2-1 and after that we came back we we had we had players in the team we are a team that were very strong Mentally, yeah. mentally, we have we have very uh, uh, how can I pro- pro- describe in the right sense um, heavy heavy heads in the game, you know, like right. really, really, you know, like that um, they take the right decision at the right time, and you know, like even there was a setback, we always come back, yeah. we always come back. So it was um, it was uh, due to that. Mm-hmm. Who who would you say the best player you played with? I have to, I have to, I think um, overall, you know, like. For his professionalism, for his effort, you know, like, and from uh, for his um, attitude, uh, I think everything. Gary Speed was 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 the top was the top guy. He was the best professional I've seen in, in my life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, hardworking, good guy, leader. You know, like he has all that kind of attributes that you need to a player. And obviously, Alan. You know, like like the amount of goals that he scored. In, in, in that competitive league with so many injuries mm-hmm. speaks volume, you know, like when you're a striker and he doesn't score that goals with the likes of Man U or Liverpool or Arsenal, mm-hmm. you know, like of course I, I, I consider Newcastle as a big club, but yeah. obviously, you know, like those clubs, you know, like they produce more and they, yeah. they, they have more 
options they give you more options to score goals yeah. and Alan's, Alan done it for a long time of period for a long year time um, in not in a team that was providing you know like all the time you know like the opportunities to score yeah, so I mean. that's I think the, and obviously he has to overcome a lot of injuries which is very yeah. important to that so who was the the best player you ever played against who, who was the, the toughest sort of direct opponent that you ever played <laughs> Yeah, there were some, <laughs> a lot of candidates, I would say, you know, like, uh, I think that the Anelka, you know, like, when I first came was, was a nightmare as well, you know, like, he was really, you know, like, mobile, he was very yeah. quick, very strong, Trey Henry, you know, like, Arsenal at that yeah. stage, you know, like, they, they had some, some good players, mm-hmm. obviously, Dennis Bergam, you know, like, which is, he scored a fantastic goal against me, but yeah. he was not, you know, We're like, we going to bring that up, by the way, so it was, um, I think, you know, like, but, the most physical player that will say that it was difficult really to play against him, like, and that I was always, you know, like, um, trying, you know, like, to do my best. And sometimes, you know, I was always winning my personal duels. And mm-hmm. uh, I found it difficult from um, um, Emil Heskey, was, yeah. was yeah, at that stage, you know, the most physical, you know, like, striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I have some good clashes, by the way. So it was. It was <laughs> some very good strikers around yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Heskey was yeah, had that, the pace yeah, and this sort yeah, of power, yeah, didn't yeah, he? He was yeah, yeah. quite unique with his yeah, sort of physical yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. attributes. But obviously, 16 years to the day, um, you scored against Sunland. Mm-hmm. Um, your memories Oof, it's from that? Whenever I come back, you know, like, there isn't a single time that people will just don't stop me on the on, on, on the street, you know, like, or in a restaurant or in a bar, you know, like, mm-hmm. and keep telling me that, you know, like, it's meant so much to the people, you know, and yeah. for me as well, you know, like, I think this is the highlight of my career because it's a special goal against a special opponent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's not just, you know, like, it's uh, a goal against them. We were, you know, like, I think almost top of the league at mm-hmm. that stage, you know, like, it's uh, an important moment. and it was, you know, like, away from home, the winning goal, you know, like, and it was the celebration, it's all yeah. mixing together, you know, and brings that uh, together, you know, like, it's a strong moment, you know, it yeah. will never, it will never uh, stop handing um, me in a sense, you know, it's <laughs> always, you know, like, uh, here. Do you have that framed in your house, the picture? Yeah, I did, yeah, 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 yeah. it's a huge, huge frame, you know, yeah. like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's in the wall, you know, like, it's one of the photos, you know, the, ju- the lads are jumping on my back, you yeah. know, like, and I'm yeah, half yeah. naked, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> celebrating. Ah, it was, it was good memories. Yeah, good memories. Great memories. Definitely. So you were um, part of the um, go go on to your international career. So um, you were part of that uh, Greece squad that obviously hosted and, and went on to win. I know you were unfortunate to pick up injuries and didn't get yeah. to play. But what what was it like to sort of be? a part of that team and oh, it was great it was great although I had that bitter taste you know like um, because all the way to the qualification I was I was I was a regular you know like mm-hmm. but before we go there um, I picked up an injury in, in a friendly game so I was not available for the first game uh, we won Portugal yeah and uh, after that it was it was always difficult for the manager to, to I cannot blame him for that for sure but it was this is what we call you know like a team uh, the epitome of, of the team is is, is, is Greece of 2004. Yeah. We didn't have any, you know, like any big names, you know, like big egos, you know, like. But we were 23 individuals mm-hmm. that uh, under the flag of Greece, and yeah. we are so committed and so well um, prepared and on what we're gonna face, and we played to our um, capacity. I think we over exceed 
our limits yeah. as 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 individual and as a team. But there is a secret, you know, because behind that, you know, like there was 23 players that they were like a bunch, you know, like so it was, it was a very very um, well organized team mm -hmm. on and off the pitch, and uh, the relationship that we had uh, between us. Uh, It was it was great, and the most important, we're very realistic in our game. Yeah. We didn't try to do something that we couldn't. Mm -hmm. So we know exactly how we're gonna play. We cannot overplay the likes of, of France or Czech Republic or Portugal. And so we tried, you know, like to to play on the counter, yeah. hit them on the break, and uh, we were very good at set pieces. Mm -hmm. And um, we we did it, you know, like it, it's it's. I think it's the biggest. Uh, miracle in, in Greek football, and I think that one of the biggest uh, upsets, I will say, you know, like in, in in the history of football, because we are a small nation. Yeah. You know, we we um, it's it's we haven't even you know like uh, participating you know like uh, f throughout the campaigns of the, for the years before. You know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. last the last time we qualified it was 1994. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was yeah it was. It was a great experience and uh, something magical. Mm -hmm. yeah. So do you, do you still keep in touch with any many of the guys? You say it was a close knit. Of course, yes, yes. We play friendly games and now we set up a, a team, you know, like um, uh, a non-profit organization, you know, like, that we play friendly games, you know, like, okay. and uh, probably we're going to be coming to England as well. And uh, what's that called? Uh, Legends 2004. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we played our first friendly in Crete in. Uh, I think it's a year ago, some eight months before probably, yeah. So we played with, we didn't manage to have a national team, so we played against Inter, yeah. Inter Milan, so yeah. Inter Legends, so, and we gather, you know, like 25,000 people, you know, like, wow. which was a huge crowd, so we, we've decided that we're gonna continue doing that because the fans want it, you know, like, and yeah. we're gonna travel overseas, try, you know, like to do that for charities as well. That's brilliant, sounds yeah. very good. Um, just again, Question: Do you see much Newcastle now, and what do you think of the team and obviously Rafa Benitez um, himself, really? Of course, yeah. yeah. I've always watched it, and there was the other day I was at the Man U game, Man U game, you know, and there was I was jumping for joy, you know, like and <laughs> yeah. uh, I've watched I've, I've, I've watched you know like a couple of games this season, you know. I think I think we. The gaffer, you know, like the manager is very realistic. He knows, you know, like what he has to do. You know, he knows the the squad that he has, and uh, he's trying to to play a specific game. You know, um, it's not the same that it used to be, uh, yeah. but in a sense, you know, like you have to be realistic and says what kind of 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 characteristics we possess as a team now, yeah. and this is the the, the the way we're gonna play. So if you try and do things that. Um, They are not realistic in, in 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 that sense. You end up, you know, like losing games, yeah, and, yeah, and everybody is being judged from that. I think it's slightly different from our era. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's a little bit more tactical now. He's yeah. trying, you know, like to to protect uh, the team in a sense, be effective, mm -hmm. and um, that sometimes cannot be attractive. But yeah. what what I do like and I appreciate is is the effort, mm -hmm. the commitment, and the togetherness. This is signs that. Um, That uh, comes from the manager and yeah. from the characters in the team, you know. Like, and obviously, you know, it's something that you have to build on that and um, create better results and better performance in the future. And obviously, uh, you need that kind of, 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 of balance in the squad mm -hmm. with your competitors because yeah. the level of the co of the competition is higher now, yeah. and uh, you have to be uh, able to compete with them again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose it's probably similar to sort of the the, the Greek squad you, you mentioned there yes. about playing within your capacity yes, and sort of correct. within yourselves, not sort of try beating yourselves. I no. suppose first and foremost. Yeah, correct. Um, 
So what um do sort of do, do you ever get a chance to go and meet Rafa or anything? Have you ever met him yet? Or? I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't yet. But uh, at some stage, for sure, yeah, yeah, I would like to have. Obviously, I was a sport director, as I said before, and I have the chance, you know, like to speak with um, with um, with uh, Alan Pardew when he was the manager, and I yeah. always, you know, like um, keep in touch with the club, with with officials, you know, with Tony Tower, you know, like mm-hmm. he he's still there. Lee Charlie, you know, because we've done some deals together, you know, like signing on loan, media bait, you know, like, mm-hmm. but so far I haven't ch- had the chance to you know, like meet uh, the gaffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, I would like to do it at some stage, yeah. Brilliant. Well, yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah. So, uh, Nikos, um, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to seeing uh, you shortly um, to, to do this talk. And uh, it was great to meet you. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Brilliant. Right. So that was Nikos Davizas. Very grateful for his time and a big thank you to Steve Wraith that gave us the opportunity to meet with Nikos. If you're interested in seeing any of the the, the old legends, so Nikos was here doing an event for uh, the Newcastle Legends, um, and there's plenty more coming over um, in the in the up and coming months. So if you're interested in anything like that, uh, feel free to go to newcastlelegends.com. All the details are on there. Um, there'll be plenty more coming, so uh, stay tuned for that. Coming up uh, ourselves for our Patreon subscribers, we'll have the Liverpool preview on Wednesday night. Thursday, we'll be doing a little um, one of our new shows, so I'll not give you too much away on that, but um, that'll be really good. And then at the weekend on Saturday, we'll be doing all our match day content, so there'll be the pre-game review from Bolland and then we'll be uh, doing the post-match podcast on Saturday evening so keep an eye out for that as always we're really grateful for all subscribers um, thank you so much for subscribing and, and listening in it, it, we love doing this and um, it's great that there's, there's so many people that uh, enjoy listening to the podcast so um, we're really grateful and we thank you for that and uh, stay tuned for um, all the, the, the podcasts that are coming up in the future For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.